And he said to them, He said to them, He who has ears to hear, ears to hear, let them hear. Let them hear. Matthew 13, verse 9. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our Deeply Rooted Faith podcast and welcome to our new listeners. My name is Marge and I'm just so excited to have you guys here with me. We simply exist to glorify the name of Jesus Christ and spread the gospel. So join us as we journey through what it actually means to be deeply rooted in him. pandemic numbers now. There are more than 1.7 million cases of COVID-19 around the world. The U.S. is reporting more than 20,000 deaths, surpassing Italy as the country with the most fatalities. Today alone, the U.S. recorded more than 1,700 deaths. Holy Spirit, we thank you for filling this place with your presence. So let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So I won't keep you guys long, but I have a word. So during this pandemic, I couldn't help but think that the world that we live in is a deafening and belligerent one, right? So matter of fact, it still is. It's just that life as we know it has been put on pause. So what is that pause exactly? So pause is simply meaning a temporary stop. We are now at a temporary stop that has helped us realize how disposable you and I are. You know, how small our lives really are. Or how we literally have no control over anything. That our lives are just that. You know, rich or poor, we're all all on the same boat. Confined to our homes, with the exception to buy necessities and access health care. These are the times we're living in. So as we try to regain some sort of normalcy to what has become a new norm, if you look around, you know, grocery stores neatly position, you know, their tapes, I should say, six feet apart due to social distancing empty grocery, um, grocery shelves, people being shamed for sneezing or coughing, people walking around in masks and full of body equipments. I mean, parks are filled with caution tape because people are no longer allowed to be at the parks. Millions of Americans laid off. Millions working from home. Medical staffs working around the clock to save lives. Teachers teaching virtually. Churches meeting up virtually. People sitting in isolation, watching someone else in isolation. Families and friends have been impacted by this virus. And it's truly disheartening. So as we're all trying to pick up the pieces of what has become our lives for the time being, I can't help but think, right? A world that once supplied us with endless distraction, or should I say distractions, is now at a standstill. A time of stillness 
that has a lot of us feeling trapped. A time of stillness that has a lot of people asking and questioning, where is God in all of this? A time of stillness that has people searching for something more. We've become so busy that a lot of us have forgotten what's most important. We've consumed our lives in our work, so much so that our home lives have suffered, our children have suffered, our marriages have suffered. We've become exceedingly efficient at consuming our lives with things, with things that can be so distracting to our faith that we don't even sit long enough to hear from God or really, or really spend time with him unless we want or need something from him. You know, most of us don't really care to spend time with him. Let's be honest. When bad things happen, we're so quick to look to God or better yet, blame him for things. I used to be one of those people. So just to be transparent, just recently as I was working on things for the launching of the podcast, the Holy Spirit whispered to me, come away with me. I was like, come away with you. I was a bit confused. I was like, God, what do you mean come away with you? Then it suddenly became so clear that God wanted to spend time with me away from all the stuff that I thought I was doing. To my knowledge, I was spending time with him. I had been praying. I mean, standing standing on my on my post, reading the word. I mean, not as much as I should have, but I was reading. So honestly, more often than not, I, I always have worship music playing in the background. So it kind of took me by surprise. So I listened to God. I went to my prayer room. I worshiped and talked a bit. During our time together, God gave me insight on what's most important to him. You know, he wanted to spend time with me, not the limited time that I had been setting for myself, but he wanted me to just sit and dwell in his presence away from all the things that were distracting me. I was like, whoa, right? It was like a nudge. I'm happy with what you're doing, but don't forget us in the midst, the exigency of my presence, the pressing, the longing. I am what's most important. That's what the Holy Spirit whispered to me. You mean little old me, right? The God of the universe, the one who created all things, that only had to speak things into existence, wanted to spend time with me, wanted me to come away with him? No way. So with that being said, God never ceased to amaze me, guys. Like, I'm just so out here, just humble and just grateful to God. When I tell you guys, like, Jesus is my road dog. He's my spiritual best friend. He's my everything. So it would make sense that he would miss me, you know, because of what we've become accustomed to. We spend a lot of time together. So as I reflect on this, right, I couldn't help but think about the scripture. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world yet lose his soul? 
So what this tells me is that sometimes we become too focused on ourselves, too focused on the world, our calling, our purpose, and the things of life that we lose focus on what's most important. And that is our focus on God. God doesn't care about our money. He doesn't care about how many followers you and I have. He doesn't care about how many trips we've taken, how many degrees you have or don't have, or how many houses you own, how many cars you have in your garage, how many jets you own, how many church members you have, how many churches you planted. God doesn't care about any of that. But you know what God cares the most about, what he's most concerned about? Our personal relationship with him. Us being able to hear him in the midst of our chaos. He cares about our character development, regardless of how uncomfortable it may be. He cares about our walk with him. Everything else is secondary. I mean, does God want us to live abundantly? Absolutely. Does God want us to be a prosperous people? Of course he does. Does God have a plan for our lives? Of course he does. Does God have a plan for what we're currently experiencing as a nation? Absolutely. Nothing surprises God. He knows the end from the beginning. Listen, God lives outside of time. Just the concept of time itself is mind-boggling. You know, if God lives outside of time, so this, this means that time for God is always now. The construct of who we are is established by time. Who are we without it? To me, that's astonishing. So with all that being said, the question then becomes, for believers and non-believers alike, how can one draw near Love someone they barely know or can't even hear. Hearing God's voice starts in a place of abiding. So I'll just tell you guys what how it was for me initially, right? So initially, it was extremely difficult to hear from God. I wasn't sure if I was conjuring things up in my head or if it was God really speaking to me. I was a mess. At one point, I thought I was crazy. Quite frankly, I'm a very reserved person and I've always felt lonely. So that was my weakness. You know, I was mentally weak and the enemy thrived off of that. You know, the enemy is extremely crafty. He often speaks half-truths to help you believe a lie. Man, 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 man. Some days, I had a hard time deciphering what was real and what wasn't. God, are you speaking to me? Are you not? There were times where the signs were abundantly clear. And I had missed it due to too many doubts. It was like, no, this can't be God. God, this can't be you. Give me another sign. Give me another sign. Have you fallen victim of asking God for numerous signs, yet you find yourself ignoring them because you can fathom that God was actually speaking to you. If so, welcome to the club. It has happened to me multiple times. 
So what we have to remember is that the enemy doesn't fight fair. He will attack you at your weakest, both physically and emotionally. I mean, what else could we have expected? After all, he is the father of all lies. My coping mechanism for what I thought when I was going crazy was whenever I felt unhinged, I would talk God's ear off, right? I wasn't sure if he was listening, but man, did I have a lot to say. My attitude was like, listen, sir, I'm going to keep talking until I hear you. Maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe I'm not. But either way, we're going to find out. I said to God, you're going to get tired of this voice. But seriously, you have to have your own personal relationship with God. Some days I would try to tell God jokes, clean ones, obviously. So corny, but this is who I am. Don't judge me. Sometimes I would sing to God in a different voice, totally not my own. I would just laugh hysterically because if other people saw half the stuff that I did and still do in God's presence, they would call me crazy. They're like, what is wrong with this girl? I'm a bit awkward, though I'm reserved. When it comes to God, I can talk his ear off and that's our relationship. It's always been that way. So I never gave up. I kept pursuing God and eventually I'm sure he got tired of my jokes and I don't know if it was my singing that actually broke the sound of heaven. All I know is that I started to hear from God, right? I wasn't sure what I was expecting God's voice to sound like. To be honest, I had imagined that God's voice would sound like a blaring trumpet. Well, sort of. Um, do this or don't do that. But seriously, it was the complete opposite, right? Man, sorry to disappoint you guys, but God's voice sounds like your own. Like, and so does the enemy. Always remember that. So before I, I started to hear from God, I had to posture my heart and mind in a place to hear from him. Meaning that I had to make sure that our connection was good. Having a good connection simply means that I would make sure that my heart was pure before him and that me wanting to hear from him wasn't based on my own agenda or selfish reasons. I had to make sure my attitude was right and my motivation was pure, that sin wasn't hindering our connection because sin will do that. And if there were anything in my heart that needed to be exposed, I would ask God to reveal it to me because the heart is deceitful. So for instance, I remember talking God's ear off about being a good person. I wasn't like exalting myself or anything like that. Surprisingly enough, God brought me back to a time when I was extremely mean to a coworker, to a former coworker that eventually got fired due due to some gossiping. Um, though it was no fault of my own, I was an adjunct to the whole thing. Those memories came back, came rushing back. So vividly, it felt like I was watching a movie. I had to repent. At that moment, God's, God was teaching me that he also has a convicting voice. He was seeking to correct my heart and mind. So 
the fear of the Lord is truly the beginning of all wisdom, for real. I was shooketh, right? I had to look myself in the mirror and come to terms with who I was, meaning not meaning that I was a horrible person, but more so that I have faults, you know, and that's okay. So thank you for the blood of Jesus. So thank you, Lord, for that. So as you begin to build and spend time with God, he will begin to show you who you really are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And honestly, that's when the real work begins. What I've also learned during my conversations with God is that we can't have selective hearing when it comes to him. Just an FYI, God doesn't tell you or I what we want to hear. He tells us what we need to hear. He will make you analyze who you are and sometimes that, that's extremely uncomfortable. Think of it this way, right? In order, for, in order to know someone, you must spend time with them. It's the same with God. He wants us to draw near to him and hear him, know him personally, not just in our times of need. He wants to show us things. God wants to meet you and I and walk with us daily. Yes, you, just you. The Bible says if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. But it's imperative that we cleanse our hands, meaning that we must confess with a sincere heart of our wrongdoing and ask God to purify us as we draw near to God. We must do it in faith, no doubting. What I've also learned is that we can't be impatient to hear from God. There were times where I have asked God a question and I want to get the, the answer right away. It, would, it may have taken a, couple, a few days, sometimes a week, and sometimes even months. We have to be prepared to wait. We have to tune in to his voice daily so we're not missing out on what God is trying to say to us. You know, it also helps to write your questions down so when he does give you the answer, you can write it down and go from there. What does drawing to God really looks like? We're getting to the good stuff, right? I have some pragmatic strategies that have helped me and are still helping me. So I just wanted to share them with you guys. Number one, numero uno. Numero un. That's all I know. <laughs> um, decide to serve God with your whole heart and love him with your whole heart. Make sure that God is first in your life. Submit everything to God. Talk to him daily. Talk to him about your hope, your fears. When you're confused or upset, invite him in every aspect of your life. Lean on him more than anything. Long for him. Abide in him. Ask God to reveal himself to you. God cannot be explained. He must be revealed. God had to reveal himself to me in a way that resonated with me. He did it in such a way that I could never question his existence. Remember, sin hinders our communication with God. And so does unforgiveness 
in a plethora of things. So make sure that your heart is pure before the Lord. Ask him to purify you. I'm not sure, you know, how God may be speaking to you. God's signs are multifaceted, individualized. He speaks to us through people, through visions and dreams, signs. He's written word. He's living word through our consciousness. And he's still small voice. I mean, let's take a look at Moses for a minute, right? God spoke to Moses using a burning bush. A burning bush. That's fascinating. Sometimes God will use drastic measures to get our attention. And it's not always pleasant. For example, let's take this pandemic. If God wanted to, he could just bat an eyelash. And this pandemic could be over. But look at us. God can use whatever and whomever he wants to speak to us, to get our attention. The question is, are we paying attention? God wants our attention. Listen, y'all. Could, could it be that God has allowed all this to happen because he wants to remind us that we're not in control? James 4 verse 14 says, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So could it be that God may be inviting us to a deeper place of fellowship? Where we're not only praying for ourselves or our families, but we're praying for the world and his will on the earth. Could it be that in this hour that God is raising up some people with bold faith? I don't know about you, but I know that God is up to something. Each one of us has a part to play in God's overall plan. So whenever we're faced with great trials and tribulations in such times as this one, we must seek God's face and his guidance. God is in control. God wants to be wanted. He wants us to want him. God is always speaking and attending to us. The question is, are we listening? Are we paying attention? Are we, are, are we too busy or too distracted to hear from him? Matthew 13 verse 9 says, He who has ears, let him hear. The question is, are we, are we listening to hear or are we listening to understand? In order for us to hear and understand God, there must be an initial opening of the heart in order for us to make space to hear from him. We have to allow God, God's word, to break into our closed hearts. So what is God saying in this hour? In this hour, God is saying, listen up and pay attention. You need me. God is awaking us globally in this hour. We are living in unprecedented time. Our human frailty 
is indisputable. We are all at the mercy of God. Now more than ever, we need to hear, we need to draw closer to him. Our hearts have grown dull and our ears heavy of hearing. If we were to look at things from our human perspective, we will see a world filled with anguish. But when we look at things from a spiritual perspective, we can see that God is inviting us into something deeper. So as we draw closer and seek God with all of our hearts, I pray that not only will our ears be sensitive to his voice, but that we will grow and develop in our faith. I hear the spirit of the Lord saying, can you hear me now? God is inviting us into a deeper place of relationship, a deeper place of hearing from him. God is bringing us into a season of stillness where we can hear from him clearly. Holy Spirit, let the heavens be open over this mic so that you can speak to your people. In this season where the world is at a standstill, God wants us to take heed of his instructions. Listen to his voice. Seek him with all of your hearts. And he promises to give you rest. Don't let the distractions of life consume you. God is still speaking just like he did back then. The question is, are we listening? Are we paying attention? The Spirit of the Lord is saying, abide in me in this season. Talk to me. Listen to what your spirit is saying. Go deeper, deeper than you've ever gone. That's where you'll find me. I want to answer your prayers. I want, I want to show you the way that you should go. I want to lift up those heavy burdens up of your heart. I want to help you. I long to help you. But are you listening? Can you hear in the midst of your chaos? Can you hear in the midst of your pain? Can you hear me in the midst of your worries? Can you hear me? Beloved, I know that this world is deafening. But in this season, seek to hear from God and grow in Him. Spend time with Him in His Word. It's one of the key indicators to knowing His voice. Be prepared to wait. God speaks in His own time. He will speak to you. You just have to be persistent. Tune in to hear his voice daily so you're not missing out on what he's trying to say. John 10 verse 27 through 28 says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You know, this belligerent world will have you deaf and blind to the gospel of Christ. But I'm here to tell you I know a God that speaks, and I hear his voice, and you can too. Most often than not, it's a small whisper. And to be quite honest, learning to hear God's voice is a process. It takes time and effort. Though we may all be in different stages in our walk 
within our walk with God. Some of us may be at the questioning stages of our faith, not knowing how much, not knowing much about God, while others may be at the believing stages of their faith. Some of you may believe, but don't necessarily have a relationship with Jesus. While some may identify themselves as Christian, but aren't really growing. While some may be in the growing stages of their faith, some people are walking and running with God. It doesn't matter what stage you are. All that matters is that you have a personal relationship with Him and that you are growing in Him. You know, our journeys are vastly different, but our end goal is the same. It is to grow in our faith and be molded into a level of maturity in Christ that transcends our understanding. God is the prize. Our personal relationship with Him is the prize. His abiding presence is the prize. Us growing and going deeper in Him is the prize. I can't begin to describe how joyful I've been. You know, seeing medical professionals on videos declaring healing in the name of Jesus and worshiping God. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the start of something. And I'm excited from a spiritual perspective. In a such time as this, I say replace your worry with worship, your anxiety with worship, that heaviness on your chest, replace it with worship. Replace it all with worship. God will give you rest. I know that a lot of us may feel trapped, but I say use this time of stillness to hear from God and draw near to Him because God is doing something miraculous in this hour. It may not look like it, but trust and know that God is good all the time. This current pandemic doesn't define us. If anything else, it should let us know that there, there are greater forces at hand. God has his reasons for allowing this to happen. Sometimes when things fall apart, they are actually falling into place. Could it be that God wants us? Or could it be that God wants to help us rebuild our lives in this season of stillness? Can you hear me now? Is it often, it is often unpredictable what God does, but who he is will never change. God is sovereign. Trust and believe that when this is all over, God will get all the glory. His will always prevails. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for holding me by my right hand as I record this message. Because apart from you, I am nothing. So, Father, I ask that you just increase your presence among us. Let heaven and earth become one in this room. Oh, Jesus, you are welcome here. You are welcome in this place. Father, I come before you as a child of the living God, speaking the heart of my Father. So I speak from the throne of heaven, where I am seated with Jesus Christ as my chief intercessor, as he is seated at the right hand of God. Father, I humble myself at your feet, 
as I declare your words and your promises to your people with boldness and authority in the name of Jesus Christ. We decree and declare that in the name of Jesus, that the heavens are open over this mic. We infiltrate the airwaves. We say, let light shine out of darkness. Father, we ask that you remove the wool from your people's eyes so they can see truth. Not truth according to our feelings, but truth according to your word. Your word says that you have no greater joy than to hear that your children are walking in truth. So Father, help us walk in truth. We ask Lord, that you just unclog your people's ears so they can hear your voice. Let their ears be open so they can hear what your spirit is saying in the season. Father, I ask that you give them the desires of your heart as they seek your face and turn and tune their ears to hear more from you, Lord. So, Father, I thank you. And I just ask that you just keep us desperate for you so that the deceitfulness of sin does not harden our hearts. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor because you alone, you only, you're the only one that deserves it. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Deeply Rooted Faith Podcast, where we get to speak God's heart and give people insight on what's most important to him. So this week, I challenge you guys to set aside some time to silence your mind, just to let God know that you want to hear from him. It could be as long as you want, but give it at least five to 10 minutes. You can find a scripture that currently applies to your life and repeat it out loud or in your mind, or you can just quiet your soul. You can do this early in the morning before you start your day, midday, before bed, whatever your preference is. Just position your heart to hear God's voice. Ask him to make your ears sensitive to his voice and just wait with expectancy. Because I believe that God wants to speak to you and he wants you to hear from him. Let your spirit dominate. Just quiet your mind, quiet your soul and just solely focus on God. And even if it doesn't happen at your first attempt, just keep trying. Don't give up. Be persistent. I am trusting and believing that God will make your ears sensitive so you can hear from him. So I'd like to say thank you again for listening. My name is Marge. So be sure to tell us about your experiences. Leave us a comment on our Instagram page at DRF Podcast. We would love to hear how hearing from God has changed your perspective. Or are you looking forward to hearing from him? Again, Thank you for listening. God bless. We hope to see you guys next time.